Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Crazy Cool Family Podcast people, do you want to be the most amazing family you could be? The most amazing parents you can be? The most crazy cool family-parents you can be? We have this amazing resource we call Basecamp. What is Basecamp? Basecamp is more than a podcast. It's more than a YouTube video. It's more than a Facebook post. It's more a mem- than a website. Yes. It's more, more, more. It's, it's a membership site. It's actually an invitation for you as parents to come in and learn and learn from our 30 plus years of experience when it comes to parenting. It's filled with all sorts of videos about all the things that you need to or you could learn about how to be a crazy cool family. So all you have to do, it's so easy to sign up. It's free. And that's a really good price. and, And you have access. Yeah. You have access to all of our content. Every day, 24-7, on your phone, on your tablet, on your laptop. All you got to do is go to Basecamp.CrazyCoolFamily.com. That is Basecamp.CrazyCoolFamily.com. Don't forget the dots, dot, dot. And it takes two minutes to sign up, and you'll start getting our weekly emails, our weekly Basecamp newsletter emails, as well as have access to all of our courses. You can do it in your small groups. You can do it individually. You can do it with your spouse. Basecamp is the way to learn to be a crazy cool parent. So come on in. Come be a member for free. Yep, we can't wait to connect with you. Hello and welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast. Again, Don and Sue here. And we are fighting. Fight. This is our fight podcast. (laughs) One of many. We're fighting for family. That's what we're doing in 2022. We're talking about... um, uh, I just am so excited about today's podcast. We, we can't get there yet because we're going to introduce all the things we've been doing. Uh, okay. We're going to get to the word in just a second. But, you know, we've talked about fight. I would love for you to go back the last couple of podcasts and really that first one to listen about how we describe the word fight from a spiritual perspective. And we related it back to the Old Testament, the physical things in the Old Testament, our spiritual realities today, and and the way God wants us to fight now is differently than then, but we still fight. And, you know, even 1 Timothy 6 says, fight the good fight of the faith. 1 Corinthians 9.24 says, run in such a way as to win the prize. God yeah. wants to, to inspire us to fight. And in matter of fact, that's our word, but we have an acronym for fight. Faith, we talked about last week. Inspire is today. Then we're going to talk in coming weeks about give, hugs and affection, and then teach and train. That's how we spell out fight. So we're going to talk about each one of those. But last week, we just talked about faith and how we have to come from a foundation of faith as we fight for our family. That's the perspective that we're coming from. We have to believe that God is for us, that God is good. We have to fill ourselves up with faith. Um, But from that place, when we do that, then we can do the next one, the I, which is inspire. 
because I believe that when God, when we have the faith and God can inspire us and as we are inspired, then that is what we give and do for our children. And I think it's one of the, it's, it's really one of the biggest parenting lessons I've ever learned. And as we talk to parents all over the world, really, we find that a lot of parents have the same issue that I feel like I had and still have to some extent, but it, it, you know, I've learned a lot about it, is we think that we have to control our kids. Mm. We, have to, we have to control their environment. We have to control everything. And we think we have to protect them and that the goal of parenting is to create this bubble where they never get hurt. Right. And they never make mistakes and they always do things right and everything's good. And, you know, though that sounds good. But in reality, in reality, it's impossible. I was about to say it's but, impossible. But what it does is it creates this critical spirit in parents. This, this feeling like this. This fearful. And what she's doing there, you can't see it, but she's tense. Yeah. It creates this tenseness, this fear that is unhealthy to the relationship. And really, here's the key. When we are not inspiring and when we are critical, we actually move our kids towards the very things we are fearful of Mm -hmm. instead of to our word inspiring them and so many parents come to us and they're like oh my goodness your kids talk to you about everything you're you're so good with them and you're inspiring how do you do that well that's what we're going to talk about today right how do we how do you move from being a critical, more judgmental, fearful parent to an inspiring parent. And and let's talk first, Suzanne, just what is inspiring? Yeah. What does it mean to be and what does it mean to inspire? Yeah. So I want to contrast your word for a second because you use the word control. And so parents think about that word for a second. When you think of control, you just want to clench your fists, right? You just want to be, you just, I got to control it, which the reason that con- I got to hold on to it. Yeah. The reason that the word control is such a frustrating word is because reality is we do not have control over pretty much anything. We think we do, but it's a facade and our mind knows that, that we really don't have control. And so if you can take that word and understand, oh, I'm controlling here, or I want to control, or out of fear, I'm controlling. If you realize that, if we can replace control, when we as parents replace control with the word inspire, listen to that word, inspire. You can't say inspire without it being an inspire. You can't without feeling inspired, you know, inspiration. It's just inspire. It just, just the way, the word itself is hopeful, it's energy, it's strength, it's it's encouragement, it's influence, it's motivation, it's all the good things. And so if we can rearrange the way you parenting, if we can take you from controlling to inspiring, it will radically impact the relationship that you have with your kids. Just, You'll have more fun, they'll have more fun, they'll wanna be around you, you'll wanna be around them. And just think about, you know, I tell parents this a lot, who was inspiring? Who is inspiring in your life? Who is someone that motivates you and makes you want to run through a wall from? Yeah, so like our pastor. Like he is absolutely incredible. If you're not in a church right now or if you're an online church, I highly recommend go to valleycreek.com. Dot org yeah. <laughs> and listen to our pastor. He is so inspiring. I love that. I leave that place and want to run through a wall for him. I love yeah. that analogy. I will I will do what whatever you and, ask. And so then ask yourself, 
are you the person your kids want to run through a wall for? Right. And if that's not the case, which I'm going to bet with about 90% of our parents will say, when if they're honest with themselves, would say, I'm not that person, then why? Right. And what can right. you do to change the way you interact with yourself and with your children, the way you interact with your family in order to change that. That's what we're going to talk about today. Well, and so just know that parents, I mean, we keep saying this over and over again, but you're the biggest voice in your child's lives. You, we, we are the ones that get to call out who God has created them to be. We're the ones of love. We're the, the voice of love in their life. We're the ones that get to use those words um, when they wake up in the morning, throughout the day, when they go to bed at night. Um, we're the ones that get to be the most inspirational in their lives. And sometimes I'm sad to say that we are not. That the coach that they interact with maybe an hour or two a week is more inspiring than we are. Or maybe they have a teacher that they see once a day, you know, or once that, that she's inspiring and she's calling that out in them. And while that is great, and we want those people in our kids' lives, but here's the deal. A lot of the times, our kids' friends are the most inspiring in their lives. And if you think about that, our kids, while friendship is wonderful and great and amazing, our kids' friends, that's peer-to-peer. That's the, they have the same experience base. They have the same maturity. Yeah, they they have the better. same wisdom level. Yeah. And so if they're the ones that are inspiring our children more than we are, then we have a problem. And so we got to up our game when it comes to inspiring our well, kids, I, calling out in them what God has for them. And I think so much of it is we don't want to be critical, controlling parents. It's just all we know how to do. Yeah. And so it's, good. It's, it really is learning different, believing different, and learning different strategies because we want, we're, we're looking at the same goals. You know, we talked about last week in our faith deal. We want our kids to be full of faith. Yes. And we want our kids to be full of God's love. And and here's one of the things you're talking about versus the the kids and the peers. Parents, you are God's plan A. Right. There, the, and, and so if you do your job the, well, you will win almost all the time. Now, we can't guarantee that. I mean, there's no guarantee that our kids will have faith, but... We do see a lot if parents have faith, if parents are inspiring, even a crazy cool family, there's two things that we talk about a lot. One is to be the encouraging, inspiring parent. Yes. And another is to be a listening parent. Right. We call it creating a safe haven. Right. Today, we're not going to talk about listening today. I always like to just bring that in. I balance it because it's instead what we do is we tend to lecture and not listen. Okay. If you're in your car, you can just raise your hand while you're driving, but that's me. Or if you're, you know, wherever you're listening to this podcast, if that's you, just just admit it to yourself that we tend to be lecturing and not listening parents. Right. How do we flip that into being listening? That'll be a podcast for another yeah. day. But today about being an encouraging inspiring parent what does that look like and so what i love about the word encourage is you're putting courage into the same thing with inspire your your inspiration you're putting it into them it's an investment when we control or we're critical we actually are taking away we're taking from them their identity we're taking from them who they think they are or their maybe their behavior we're we're, we're labeling it we're finger pointing but when we inspire and encourage we are investing in we're pouring into we're 
we're calling out who they are. And let me relate it to, you know, we've talked a lot kind of up in the clouds a little bit. Yeah. Let's get practical. For example, I coached my kids' sports team a lot when they were growing up. I mean, literally, I had kids, seven kids. They all played basketball. I, I literally coached a youth basketball team for 23 years in a row. Because, I mean, it <laughs> He all was a the, good little yeah, coach. But, but I was, at first, you know, what I did was, I told them, I thought I was helping them by telling them all the things I, they were doing wrong so they could correct them. If you dribbled, you know, hey, you went in, you didn't take, you know, you didn't step left. You, if you'd have stepped left, if you'd have swept the ball a little differently, all those things. And so every time after the game, I had a, a list of things that they could work on to get better. And again, that's a good thing in a way, but I overdid it. What I learned was, is to, is one, to start after the game, especially, that was a time to encourage them. Right. That was a time to, man, you did this well or whatever. This was great. You know, that wasn't the time, especially if they got beat. They would, that was not a time to be. Because they're already beating themselves up. Exactly. And so, and then to pick my spots better of when to be, when to tell them the things they did wrong. But also, one of the things my sons told me, especially, I guess it, I had girls first. It maybe took me years to learn this. But they told me. The tears them, in the car on the yeah, way home didn't yeah, tell you much. Exactly. <laughs> but, but one of the things my boys told me is I would tell them a lot, hey, that guy can't hold you. You need it. And my son, my oldest son said, Dad, I don't even think it was true, but you, <laughs> but you told me it, so I believed, believed it. it. So, and, and that's, so that's a really. I think a very practical and good example of how inspiring words work versus critical. You know, we tend to say, you know, you don't clean your room. You don't do this. Instead of calling out who they are, even if it's not quite who they are yet, hey, that guy can't hold you. Why aren't you taking him to the basket every time you get the ball? If you take, because I, I, I could tell that if he did, it was going to work some of the mm -hmm. time. And then he would go out and he would start to believe that. And he played with a different level of confidence because of what I said to him. Love it. Parents, your words are so powerful. It's just a basketball game. What about faith? What about life? What about right. going into situations with friends? Hey, you're a mighty man of God. You're a princess. You're whatever it is. You're and you you make good choices and you have the wisdom of the Lord with you. And you you are, you know, like as they go in to take a test, uh, so many times we'll say, well, did you study? Did you get that part down? Do you understand that? What part, what, do you, what are you going to struggle on? You know, what are you going to miss? What, what, what What's going to be the hard part? Instead of you've got this, you you know, you've prepared, call on the, the um, creator of the universe to give you the answers in a supernatural way. You've, you know, believed that you've, you've You've prepared um, trust that you prepared and you know what even even though I mean and so it doesn't mean you tell them hey it's okay if you didn't study but it, it's it's really just but even as they go in to prepare for the test hey you've got this you've you got can this. do this you're, right. you're you're bright your God has given you intelligence you know um, and and so that hey go in there and study and prepare well for the test and then when you come in God's going to give you the wisdom to recall those answers and to and to be your best. And so McCade is um, driving, learning how to drive. He'll yeah, take his driver's test he's 15. next month, and he we're parallel parking. And so I I just am telling him McCade, you're going to do amazing in parallel parking. You're going to be incredible. He goes, Mom, I don't think I'm ever going to have to parallel park in my life. And I said, Well, that doesn't really matter. You need to know how to do it. And once you know how, and I just believe that 
that the way your brain works and the way that you think and how you're logical and mechanical, you're going to figure it out. Okay, so here's the deal. Secret between me and you, I don't know if McKay's going to be any good at parallel parking. Right. And, I mean, and, and, and it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter. The fact that I have told him that he is going to be good at it and he believes that he's going to be good at it, he's going to be good at it. He has to parallel park one time on the test successfully and after that he can par- he can practice parallel parking and mess it up and then decide not to park there and go park somewhere else the rest of his life because it's going to be a few years before he can afford a car that does it for him <laughs> because we're not going to buy him that expensive of a car and he's going right. to he's driving an old beat up truck right yes. now that he won't even try to parallel yeah. park he'll be yeah. parking that yeah. <laughs> real far out in the parking lot That's right. all that to say though is how are we talking to our kids how are we how are we um showing them who they are who they can be what they're capable of with our words are we saying it in an inspiring encouraging way or are we telling them well parallel parking's terrible it's dumb you're going to be bad at it. everybody's bad at it. i can't parallel park i right. mean where's the life in that there is no life there's life and death in our words and what we're talking about when it comes to inspiring is inspiring is life we choose life with our words we choose to to see the best one of the things that Don said um, a while back as we've been focusing on our marriage is he said, and we've done a really good job, but we don't speak negative so much anymore. But he said, what if we took it to the next level and we didn't even think negatively toward each other anymore? And that was, that was next level. That's like, okay, parents, what's it going to look like if we don't, if when that negative thought comes into our minds about our child that, oh, they're a slob or they're not very smart or they're terrible at spelling. What if we take that thought captive right now and we turn it around and we speak to them you're a great speller well you're amazing at that let's look at the core belief of that i mean so often we're embarrassed by our kids because that is a reality that i don't think we but but, grasp as parents what if we saw them as children created by god that are growing in their lives and they're gonna make mistakes and you know they're not gonna be you know they're they can't always be the best athlete or the best, you know, the valedictorian or whatever. And just seeing them, I hope parents, you're starting to see that we are trying to shift your belief system. We're trying to shift the way of life. It's not a deal where all of a sudden you have a technique. It's more like just a way of life of seeing every situation and saying, how am I going to inspire them versus be critical of them? You know, even just, you know, one of the things that I tell my boys a lot, and I got it from somebody else, is just a, I got everything in life from somebody else. I think, but, <laughs> Same. I mean, but, but, but it's like, hey, you're a mighty man of God. Yeah. Just that one statement, there's certain phrases, you know, that they we put in their lives. I love you. I'm for you. That's a, one thing we tell our kids a lot. I want you to believe it because it's true. I am for you. Mm-hmm. Well, then when they respond to us, they're not going to respond. As, they're going to respond differently. Oh, yeah, my parents are for me. When they mm-hmm. tell me this, this is coming. If they have to come and say, you can't do this, it's not because they don't like me. Right. They're for me and they want what's best for me. I may not like it, but I believe they're for me. Why? Because we've told them that a hundred Hey, you're best friends with your siblings. Right. You are best friends. You, you guys, you know, just speaking that identity over them. You're a child of the king. Yeah, you know, all those things that you can just say incorporate into your into your day, 
so powerful. Yeah, and along with that, um, like I trust you. Maddox and I were having a conversation the other night, and he's like, Mom, why why did you let me do that? Like, why did you let me stay out till midnight or 2 a.m. or whatever? And it's like, I trust you, you know, because you're responsible, because you, because I believe that you're going to make the right choices, because I know that you're not going to do stupid things when you're out with your friends. And so I speak that into him, and... If the opportunity presents itself for him to do something stupid with his friends, then my words, my inspiring words, I believe you're not going to do stupid things with your friends, are going to come to light in his mind. And he's going to be like, no, guys, we're not going to do that. Because we've spoken the truth. We've spoken the belief and the hope and the des- the desire, the God-given um, encouragement into their lives that that's what they're going to stand on And when the situation arises. You know, again, going back to... Parents, believe you are God's plan A. And if if you if you you have this power, you have such a power over your right. kids' lives. And, and in your kids' lives. And, yes. And so when you and, and think about who inspires you, how are you motivated? You know, if is your boss a jerk and always on you and you can never do anything right for them? How does it feel to work for that boss? Or do you right. go in there every day inspired and excited to go to work? Or do you go, man, I am fearful and just wanting to stay away from them? Well, guess what? If you're that way to your kids, that's how they react. They say, I'm fearful and I want to stay away from them. And then we wonder why they don't talk to us because we have so much influence over that situation. So can you see that we're trying to flip your way of thinking? And and we don't want to, please don't hear this as, oh my goodness, I'm being a bad parent. It's not about that at all. It really is about what can you do differently to improve? Because, you know, so often we rarely talk to parents that are not engaged with their kids. We don't talk to a lot of deadbeat parents. A lot of the parents that talk to us are not like that. They are engaged, involved in their kids. But then they're wondering why their kids are scared of them and they don't want to talk to them, especially when they get to be teenagers. We believe it's because of this this, because we're not being inspiring to them. Yeah, and so Donna, I asked you before we started the podcast, how do you inspire someone? And your answer was brilliant. What did you say? I don't remember. <laughs> you were going to say that. <laughs> I just, no, 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 no. I do remember, actually. I just said that because I wanted to, I wanted to see your reaction. So um, we give them vision for their lives. Oh, so you know, we, we so give, powerful. We, so I'm going to ask you the question again. How We give we... them vision for their lives. That's <laughs> still the answer. <laughs> parents that is so powerful that I think that we're I think we miss that a lot of the times as parents I think that we we want to come in and control the situation we want to tell them what to do because we want them to do it right you need to make your bed you need to brush your teeth you need to instead of saying um what's why is it a good idea to make your bed what um What's, what's the reason for brushing our teeth? I mean, seeing the vision ahead of time, poor McCade um, had some teeth that um, didn't calcify and he has had more trouble with them. And you want to know what it's done? It's inspired him to brush his teeth right. very regularly. I mean, two or three times a day, it's inspired him to brush his teeth because he has a vision for, I don't want to lose these teeth. I want these teeth, you know, to be there. The same with like the the, the making the bed or the clothes on the floor or the trash. I'm like, you don't want to, you don't want to be that kind of roommate when you go off 
to college. You don't want to be that kind of spouse when you get married and you've got piles of clothes laid up. The vision beforehand, you practice it now. That's what inspiration does. And it's not that you can't tell your kids what to do. We speak into our kids' lives all the time, and but yet it's really just it's changing your mindset to I want to be characterized by being an inspiring parent, not characterized by being a nag. Yeah. Yo, I love that word. I was going to say bossy, but nag is even <laughs> yeah. better. Yes. I, I want my kids to, you know, uh, I'll, I'll finish it with this. You know, there's a story in our book that Madeline, our second daughter. Um, so I didn't learn this for a long time in parenting. My older girls got the benefit quote unquote, of a, of a pretty critical dad of, and again, teacher at heart, best intentions, wanted to help him. But um, I remember being in the car with Madeline, my second daughter. She was about 16 years old and we were driving and we were talking about this, this concept of encouragement. And she looked at me, sort of, she was driving. She wasn't really looking at me, <laughs> but she said, she said, dad, you know, five years ago, I didn't think I could do anything right in your eyes. She said, now, today, I don't think I can do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I teared up, and I was like, it just meant so much to me for her to say that. But when your kids feel like they, we think, oh, they've got to know what they're doing wrong. No, they don't. What if they have the confidence that they, they can do it right? They actually know. They yeah. know They know what they're doing wrong. They're beating themselves up. They don't need us to tell them to. And the world's beating them up, too. Yeah. And so what if we are... What if we are more of and it's the reason I say that is because I want you to know there's hope for if if you, if I can do it anyone can do it because I came from a really tough place in that with the best intentions I transformed my life in so many ways to where my kids believe that I believe in them and that mm-hmm. I believe that God loves them and that they he has created them and they are best and we want that for you as well. And so just like with faith when we talked about that that you have to work on your own faith. You have to ask God to build your faith. It's the same thing with inspiration. You have to we have to as parents be filled up with inspiration. We have to be inspired. And so what does that look like to put things in your life so that you're inspired? Worship music, scripture, you you know the basics. If you're listening to a podcast, listen to ones that are inspiring. I've gone through with my social media and pretty much cleared out anybody that's not inspirational. Anybody that's a whiner or a complainer. <laughs> yes. Um, then then so so that if I when I do look at my social media, I actually walk away inspired. Better than I better because I'm inspired. And so I, we want to say that to you that you you need to be inspired, but as you are inspired, as you are filled up, then the last thing we want to just speak to you is to speak God's words over your kids. Mm-hmm. Speak scripture, speak God's truth. Um, Call out their identity and yeah. who they are. Like You're an adopted child of the king. We can go through and uh, with each one of our kids that it was a crossroad. It was probably when they were about preteen, teenager, when they didn't, they don't know who they are. Maddox and I were just having a conversation about that last night. And Maddox is 17. And that's actually, actually it's 18. Oh, 18. No, yeah, he just, just turned, turned 18. 18. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there is a crossroad that happens that when, as parents, there's a sweet time that we get to speak 
into who they are. Don did that with Macy with as a worship leader. Like Macy was riding the fence on, should I play athletics? Should I do athletics? Should I do worship? And Don said, you are an anointed, called worship leader. We should invest time and energy and resources into that. And it totally changed her whole high school experience. But it, but it took two years before it happened. I mean, I, it was something that I spoke into. You know, and it was a seed that was planted that yeah. started to grow and more people were able to speak into it. But as parents, we are the yeah. ones that get to plant those seeds. Yeah. And so we just encourage you to be inspired yourself, do the things to get yourself inspired, listen to the things, chase after the things, and then do that for your children. And yeah. do not... Um, downplay how powerful scripture is over them as you're praying scripture over them. Find a verse that applies specifically to that child and pray that verse for a season for however long until God changes it. Call out what you see in them is the good. Yeah. So wrapping up, um, fight for your family, faith, inspiration, we're going to do the rest of them as we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've encouraged you, each each of these podcasts, to do a couple of things. One of them is if you, ha- if you tell us what you're fighting for. Go to info at crazycoolfamily.com. Yeah. Tell us what you're fighting for. Also, what do we need to talk about that, that help to help you in your fight? Yeah. What are your questions? What are the things that you struggle with? Um, we'd love to hear from you. The last thing we told you to do, the second thing we told you to do and the last is to go to Basecamp. Basecamp.crazycoolfamily.com. And we have a whole course on... On encouragement. Yes. Have, it's if it's, you, it's if called that's... The Power of Encouragement. It uh, It's a great course. Take you about an hour and a half to go through it. Yep, totally it's, it's, worth it. It's um, it's very inspiring in, in, in our word of today. Um, that Basecamp is where you go for the tools we want to give you to fight for your family. It is awesome. And you will learn so much there. We've poured our whole life into it and a lot of other people's lives for that matter. So we'll unpack more words in next, in the coming week's podcast. And uh, like Suzanne said, the very first of this, we encourage you to go back to the first one. Listen to that. She said, we don't know how long this series is going to go. Because we're just, (laughs) we, because our word for 20, yeah, our word for 2022 is to fight for your family. And we're going to talk about that a lot over the next weeks because we want to inspire you to fight for your family. So go be inspiring parents and crazy and all those other things. (laughs) And cool. cool, Yeah, crazycoolfamily.com.